Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. What's in there? Only what you take with you. Good evening. Since we're all strangers to each other, let's get acquainted with the drink, shall we? I've been here five years. They only owe me the right way up yesterday. Saw it a little bit when it was on TV, and so okay, it's kind so of like, yeah, I, I am a huge Stargate fan. But then Atlantis, Stargate is awesome. Atlantis was in that that weird vein where it wasn't on a station that we had. We didn't have cable, yeah, so I wasn't yep, able to I see. That. Star- I remember that. Yeah, but I had had all of the DVDs. I, I purchased them all, and it was that weird. I was just out of college. I was working refractory as a job. It was like 12 on, 12 off. I had no life. And so that's all I would do is I watched all of the seasons of Stargate. I think I had through eight at the time. Season eight at the time. Yeah. Then it got Uh, weird. Yeah. It did. It did. Nine and and ten got weird. It fell off the deep end. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so... And then I'd watch it. Like, I'd have nothing else to watch when I get done... And so I rewatch them all with the commentary tracks on. I'm glad. I'm glad you said because I that was that was like me in like, I was like a teenager with the original Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even joking. I have I've watched that trilogy multiple times just to listen to the commentary. Yeah. I have never listened to a or I've never watched a movie with the commentary track oh, underneath man. it. I was re- I'm with you, Luke. I was really into listening to it. Like, for a while there... Was was that before you started listening to podcasts? Yes. Before and then was... you find podcasts, you're like, oh, this is what I wanted. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa, th- that's exactly there, there what it was. It's yeah. like, once I started listening to movie review podcasts, I stopped listening to all the commentary exactly. tracks. Ab- that's spot on. That is exactly what Whoa. it was. But there's there little is. there's little nuggets, though. If you're not listening to commentary track, you'll... You'll not know that the theme song to Stargate has lyrics to it. Did you know this? It does? Yes. Stargate. Of course. Nothing it's a fateful trip. You can go quite far and you don't need a car or even a ship. Well, there's a reason they We're talking Stargate. I'm really glad they had no, the I was like sitting that. on the couch, I think falling asleep after a shift one time, and I think it was the producer, yeah, started singing that song. That Holy God. <laughs> I'm really glad because I liked the beginning. I liked that song, but now I don't so know if I like it anymore. Deeper delves, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here we are. Oh my God! So this is deeper delves. Uh, it's kind of the ancillary. No, I will say it's the companion piece yes. uh, to the main show, where a lot of times, whatever the series is that we're covering on the main episodes with the big round table, a few of us will go just a little bit deeper. So we're taking you off in the side room, and we're just taking you a step farther. <laughs> I'm going to say this one more time. 
Use different words. <laughs> we're just going to introduce... We're just going to push your limits. Just so we're talking the magic, of, <laughs> the magic of Grim Tales, Volume 1. Good so, God. Once again, we are in The Magic of Crin, which is The Tales, Volume 1. Again... Uh, hopefully, if if you read nothing else in the Dragonlance universe, you gotta hit Chronicles, you gotta hit Legends, and then um, this is kind of the next out of the gate in terms of how do we fill the universe out? The magic of Kryn. Skip the first poem and just go to this story. It's too late. That episode already came out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, this is kind of a an little anthology series. There's three tales books of chock full of... Oh, um, there's three of them? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Tales 2. Oh, I was going to say, I know I saw Tales 2, yeah. so I was like, wait yeah. a second. What have I done in this world? <laughs> so we, we have, like, sometimes characters we know, like the yep. last time we yep. talked about Riverwind, Bloodjoy, Love, Love Good, Riverwind, Goldmoon combo. We talked about Riverwind, who was found in a river, hence his name River, under the moon. Under the moon, not river moon. River wind. River wind. <laughs> Gold moon. So, uh, but uh, so a character that we know mm-hmm. from the books. Uh, this, a place we know, yeah. right? The Blood Sea of Istar. Mm-hmm. But it's going to have completely different characters, right? Oh, yeah. So we have the Blood Sea monster, and right away, this is great. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking 1950s uh, kind of. You know, these horror movies, kind of like It Came From Outer Space, Plan 9 From Outer Space. Mm-hmm. So, at any rate, we're reading The Blood Sea Monster, written up by Barbara and Scott Siegel. All right, and again, I'm assuming uh, writers that are just kind of starting out. Uh, no, actually, uh, Scott Siegel, I think he wrote something that you really like, Bob, Dark Forces. <gasps> Dark Forces? You mean Star Wars Dark Forces? I-, I love the game Dark Forces, and there was these weird kind of like... Uh, I think it was uh, Dark Horse did these kind of novellas, I guess you would call them, that were fully okay. illustrated. So I'm excited if that's the case. It's not. <laughs> oh, no. No. This is... <laughs> oh, the look Got of him. disappointment. Just... Oh, no. Just. Uh, okay. If anybody's listening to this, you should look up on Amazon uh, by Scott Siegel, Dark Forces, The Companion from 1983... I don't like the look on that boy's face, nor those green hands. So just... (laughs) Someone's reached... (laughs) It looks like a coming-of-age tale. (laughs) You keep doing that, you're going to get green hands. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you, it it overtakes uh, you. It overtakes you like some sort of green-handed demon. You just leave your hands out of your pants. (laughs) Old old Scott Siegel was pretty busy in the 80s. You know, a little bit of Dragonlance here and there, including Tannis, The Shadow Years. Oh, that was 1990. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No. And so the follow-up to the companion is called Beat the Devil. (laughs) Oh, no. Both of those were released in... Whoa, whoa, okay, okay. Both of those were released in the same year. The first one came out in July of 83, and Beat the Devil still had time to come out that same year. (laughs) I'm not going to say that. It it sounded like it was a really sought-after book then, Uh, you know, Uh, that they published another book. Okay, hold on now. But if you go to Amazon, and Amazon has crazy inflated prices, but the companion, the lowest price, the used... The used companion is $28.39. There's one new or two new from $125.25. Maybe we're crapping all over something that's amazing. 
Uh, no, I think people just think it looks sick. <laughs> and it's a little piece of obscurity they want it might from the be. 80s. I don't, but, I don't know. Okay, but anyway, later, later on in the 80s, uh, Scott Siegel found himself writing uh, some James Bond, a little G.I. Joe. <laughs> I mean... He's, he's a very well-rounded writer, though. Uh, he's a very busy guy. He, yeah, he, he's written a lot of different Yeah, things. oh yeah, G.I. Joe, Find Your Fate, Operation Death Zone, Operation, Operation Snow Job. <laughs> oh, no. I feel well, there's a lot of double days. entendre going on with this guy. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I mean, but I didn't, like, feel that in this blood I'm monster. pretty sure on Skinamax no. I've seen Operation Death, <laughs> Operation Snow Job, Sink or Swim. Fire Brats. Okay. More stuff. Uh, three of them in 87, one in Oh, with, with Barbara, he's got Beyond Terror, Midnight Chill. Are they married? I think, I, yeah, I think, well. I, yeah, I'm assuming. I was going to say. I Unless they're bro- brother and sister. Yeah, I, 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 wouldn't write a, I wouldn't write a book called Snow Job with my sister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sis, I got this idea for a book. It's called Snow Job. Yeah, in. I don't think so. Nope. Don't, nope, oh, not. Shortification. Mm. What? Oh, <laughs> Tales that's from the just, tendril. That's just short <laughs> fiction. I, Shortification. <laughs> okay, look. I, I screw one word up. Uh, no, that's true. I've been screwing up names, names since the day whole one. Time. Hey, that's just names don't matter. You know what? Yeah, Noel and George, I'll see you later. But there, uh, but <laughs> Noel, I'm sorry. I couldn't even say it wrong. But there we go. The Blood Sea Monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. Um, and I believe the storyteller and the painter's vision... I'm thinking that those might also be in these tales books because okay. I'm remembering a tale about a painter from one of these Dragonlance books, so that might be it. Also, the Winona Ryder scrapbook. <laughs> this dude's all over the place. Well, him I'm and, say, him and think, old Babs are all over the place. I think this is one where it's just like somebody says an idea and, the, and he's that writer that just goes, I got this. We're going with it. Let's move. The Winona Ryder scrapbook. So at any rate, but, we, okay, we, but we th- open up something a la Aladdin. <laughs> so, okay, let's rat. let's set this stage, right? So we're in Istar. We've been here with, yep. with our heroes before. And, and so I think regardless of whether or not he's had a number one bestseller, him and his wife for writing here, I'm assuming wife, um, hey. uh, again... That's not going to detract from what I think necessarily of this short well, story. Yeah, yeah, Just the fact that they're writing and he's put out this much content is... I, I, I was 90% of what I just read off of his uh, bibliography is with Barbara. Yeah, right. So wow. I think that's awesome. And again, I love that TSR allows seemingly cool. a lot of people to have a, a voice here. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, Should we I, open to Aladdin. Would you, would you let me... Uh, let me? I'll open this up. Okay, open it up. Out of breath and nearly out of hope. I ran, I ran across the wet sand looking for a place to hide. After the terrible storm earlier that day, running along the muddy beach felt like running in a huge bowl of thick mush. Jeez. But I ran, but I ran just the same because Thick Neck Nick, the village baker, was dead set after Hey, I'm Thick Neck Nick. You get back here, boy. You oh, get back boy. here. I'm gonna beat you. So, I'm gonna uh, beat you good. We open up, uh, immediately introduced to Thick Neck Nick. Only the first, and what I can only describe as a journey of names. I I like these names. And okay, oh, you from do? the guy who gave you a snow job, thick neck it's Nick. It's funny. <laughs> I like. I don't take this as serious. I no. take this just as funny. So I'm gonna go with you from the title, the Blood Sea Monster. I'm already in a campy mood, and we got yeah, we got thick neck Nick. 
right? Yep. And we got old I, str- street rat kid. running away from him. And question, what is the name of this? You guys. Hold on. Before you get to the name, what race did you think this was? I actually was raceless at first. I wasn't sure, but as I, they were running, I, 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 I thought no it was idea. small human. I, I thought immediately it was human. went kinder. Immediately. Really? Just because of the name, Thick Neck Nick, you know, it's just it just reminded me of what a kinder would do, just kind of running away. Mm-hmm. From a guy like, named Thick, because he's stolen something. Yeah, he's stolen right. something. He goes, guy's named Nick, he's got a thick neck, Thick Neck Nick. Done. Yeah. Moving on. It you does. Know? So yeah. it's, it's kind of, it just kinder with my mind. No, and what it turned out we, to we be. Are, we are just flush with nicknames. Yeah, uh, like one. six finger Fisk. <laughs> but well, let's let's talk about the the narrator of the story, Duder. Duder, <laughs> the worst Elven name I've ever heard. Yeah, you know weird. what it sounds like? It sounds like one of those guys. Were the things from Fraggle Rock called Duders? <laughs> I don't know, but I I'm like <laughs> me and my friends are Doozers. Doozers? Dozers? I, I couldn't tell I you. don't know. <laughs> me, but me and, my, me and my friends have legitimately called each other Duder being funny. <laughs> hey, Duder. Hey, what's up, Duder? <laughs> hey, Duder. What's up? Maybe that's what maybe that's what he was calling old Babs. Hey, oh, Duder. Oh, Duder, little... Duder, you look so hot. <laughs> um, but I'm, for as much as we're riding on these, I'm actually having fun. It these is, names, I'm, I'm having fun with these names. Yes. I, I will say this. I don't know that this fits into the universe. No. I don't know that a, a six finger fisk, thick neck Nick, and Duder uh, really no. mix with Gold Moon and. No, and on, honestly, my entire pro- my biggest problem with this entire thing is an elf named Duder. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an elven name. Oh. Elven is beautiful. Hello. <laughs> but my he wasn't name. raised with the elves. You know, maybe my, he was raised with Kinder. My, I don't my know. My name. No, he, he is was. Duder. Was he raised with the elves? Yeah. I guess I always yeah, thought he, he was he just got in trouble for stealing from the high yeah, elf. Dude. I mean, I mean, at this point in this story, he's he's late sixties. Okay, I guess maybe because of the name Duder, I just instantly thought he was a he, Fraggle Rock. A Fraggle. <laughs> <laughs> just another garbage Fraggle. Uh, he, he is young. Well, he's, he's young and elf. Younger for an elf, right? But I mean, he's still been alive for longer than any which of us at the some, table have been. Which, in some ways, is a problem for me because I think exactly what you said, Paul. Um, you thought Kinder right away, immediately. Mm-hmm. Kinder. I'm thinking human. I was with human. But I'm thinking this dude's twelve. So, okay. like, yeah. I'm thinking young. So when we find out he's an elf and fairly old, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't get the impression ever that. Although elves are long lived, I didn't think that when they're forty, they're still acting like they're. Yeah. 13. Well, no, no, and that—that's not that has nothing to do with the way they act. Yeah. That is more purely like based on like their lifespan. Right. So like, although he is sixty, he is still kind of like a teenager. Right. He's only in like the adolescence of his years. So I guess this is something I guess I'm I did not I guess fully grasp. So mm-hmm. we're saying you got a sixty-year-old elf. They are still going to act kind of young, impulsive. Not not necessarily. Okay. But th- just just in like kind of like I think it, that's more so to like give humans kind of like uh, a scale to work with. Okay. Yeah. Um, and see, that's how I've always yeah. taken that is that the scale for humans to work with. But I'm gonna say Duder does not act like a sixty year old person. I can't. <laughs> I can't you know what I'm saying? Every time you guys yeah, say he Duder. doesn't, but that's that's kind of what this whole story is about. Yeah. Like when he's on the boat, we'll get yeah. into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. Every, right every time you guys say Duder, though, for some reason it's Duder. 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 Like we're like he's like a character in Point Break. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. I don't. I, it's ridiculous. 
Well, uh, let's get into the story. So let's. Uh, so he he's running mm-hmm. along and he hides in this boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that what happens? He stole the bread. He's. It's the standard right. Aladdin story. You go steal the bread and he's sitting there going, ah, I gotta go hide somewhere. This is your inn. This is what whisks him along on his journey. The, this boat is is owned by Six Finger Fisk. Yes. Right. He's and, hiding. Right. And so Six Six Finger Fisk shows up, and this is where we get this entire. Um, where where we decide to go out to sea with six, yeah. six finger fisk, right? The six finger fisk, he doesn't really care that the elf stole. It's just kind of a one of those meh, whatever. Right. Yeah. I do like how he got his name, six finger <laughs> fisk. <laughs> the doctor was drunk. Do- doctor was drunk and his mum can't count. <laughs> it's like, all right, I like that. You, you know how nicknames are; they kind of stick. <laughs> So we're painting the picture of an alcohol-soaked, uh, dysfunctional childhood here for Six Finger oh, Fist. Well, at least when he was born. <laughs> at least when he was born. born. Yeah. Which is what has given him this penchant, maybe. Like, he's become very focused on going out to sea and catching the blood sea monster. Dun, dun, dun. Right? Um, we'll find out later exactly what had happened to him. But Duder wants to come and row for him because he wants to get the heck out of there so Thick Neck Nick doesn't come pound him into next Tuesday. Yeah. Thick Neck Nick sounds like he could well, pack also, a good punch. Also, the Blood Sea Monster is totally made up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go in a boat with you for a little bit and I'll come home. I don't yeah. care. And yeah. he made sure to make a little deal. He goes, I want 10% of your fish. So now I got to ask you about this, right? Yeah. Because the Blood Sea of Istar has a big whirlpool in the middle of yep. it, which we are told is because there is a monster in there that's yep. beating its tail continuously. I hate that. Yep. But okay, because that will that, make that, was, that, was that will make no sense because the monster will show up. So who's keeping the whirlpool going? Momentum. <laughs> I, I, that's I don't like whatever. That, that was one of the first things you told me about this the Dragonlance universe, and you're like, it's it's pretty good. But I just read this thing about the Blood Sea Monster and how it it spins the Maelstrom, <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> so are you sure you want to start? You want us to, we want us to start a podcast on this? Right. Yes. There there are some things that work well as like myth, but so like if, if like the myth is that there's this serpent that surrounds the world, or that the world is on the back of a turtle, or on the back of a, a turtle and two elephants, right? Like a all whale. that. Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. It's cool. Um, it's cool when it's, when it's myth. myth, but when it becomes reality, that becomes an issue. Yeah. And so I guess uh, I never took it that the people of Kryn didn't believe that. So there's a maelstrom going on. It's being yep. created by this monster. I guess does nobody in Kryn believe that? Do they believe well, that's just a myth? I, I don't. Is the maelstrom always going? Yes. Cause yes. I, because what they it sounded like in the story was it wasn't always going. It would only come like after a storm, or it would only be there during the storm. No, there there were just storms surrounding it. Okay, and you never went to the center of the Blood Sea because that's where it was. Okay, right. I don't remember that at all. Right, and and yeah, and so I, I guess I'm confused from what we've read as to whether the people of Kryn, uh, or at least the people living on the coastline, believe it or not. But according to this story. The people don't believe in this monster, or at least Duder doesn't believe in the monster, right? <laughs> yeah, Duder doesn't. I think sailors would, though. I think this would be a story sailors would have to believe in, because I know in our, in our yeah. early 
sailing lives as humans, they yeah. believed in all the random oh, serpents yeah. and all those different things that would come and For take sure. them away. Superstitions. And I would definitely say this has a lot of great flavor to mm-hmm. this. In fact, in some ways, this feels so much like Moby Dick. In some ways, I mean, a guy who is compelled to like go after this monster yeah. to basically drive everybody else straight to hell because of his his desire yeah. for, uh, re- for revenge. revenge. Yeah, that it almost sometimes overrides the story where it's pulling me out of Dragonlance universe, and this feels like um, this is this is Melville shoved into Dragonlance. Yeah, in I, I do feel like they they took a lot from other tall tales, other stories along that line. Mm-hmm. That seafaring kind of way. That seafaring stories, even with the fish that can talk, that came in. I'm like, that's Oof. a big one that I'm like, Oof. yeah, I always hear about but those tales where... Did we have dolphins that could talk in the actual book? Right? Sea, sea elves. Sea elves. The sea elves could talk, but did they change into dolphins? What am I thinking of? I probably, or else maybe you're thinking of spells for chameleon or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I, I thought there was something with talking dolphins. I don't remember. That was a drop line that I also thought was dumb, but maybe I'm I'm not right on yeah. that. Yeah. It was just one of those where I definitely had a tall tale fantasy, I don't know, just one of those, I'm blanking on what it's called. Where it gives you the moral of the... Where there's a moral a of... A fable. A fable. Thank yes. you. I'm sitting there going... I, I said in the early one, too. Yep. Fable. It, it gives you that kind of fable aspect. Yep. I will actually go more with what you said with Tall Tale. That That is exactly what I feel. It feels like when we even read our last book, Soul Forge, Margaret... Uh, Weiss even said in in that intro, there's been lots of tales told. Some of them true, some of them not true. I really think that was her way of saying, we're returning to this Dragonlance universe. A lot of stuff has been written, and there's I do think the Dragonlance universe, Forgotten Realms, right? We encounter this all the time. Um, Star Wars, whatever you want. I remember being of the age digesting absolutely everything Star Wars. When yep. was Spectra Bantam was putting out the Star Wars stuff, my f- cousins and I and my friends would digest it all, and it all had to fit, damn it. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. like it all had to fit together. And so you have a bunch of Dragonlance fans who are going, this all needs to fit yeah. together. I'm sure some of this was probably like, Mm. Eh, we're just throwing it them might them. have rubbed yeah. some people the wrong way. Yeah. And so their way was to come in in 94 or whatever with that book and be like, eh, well. Tales are tales. They just, just kind of Some of it was true. Some of it yeah. wasn't. They did a Disney soft reload. Is <laughs> what oh they did gosh. with all this. Yeah. Um, but okay, so out to the sea they go into the calm Rowing red with oars sea. the entire way. Oh, I, I could feel my chest and arms hurting. So what are the distances being covered here? Because that's it exactly has to be insane. Like it's be, because I always got the impression they got on the ships, right? Like when we're reading the trilogy, they got on the ship, they yeah. go way out to sea. That seems to be the maelstrom is way out there. I don't yeah. think you can made it. I don't think they made they it didn't to the maelstrom. Make it. No. So I, I don't think we really needed distance just but away from got, land. Clo- they got to the storms around. Well, no, because they had said a yeah. storm had come through. That's because mm. no, no, it's it's later on this, like right before the monster comes. Yep. They 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 look up and it's all clouds above them. Mm. That's a thing. Oh yeah. So maybe so, just a storm is coming with. The, I don't know. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find a way for it to make sense. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm working. On it. <laughs> I'm working for uh, it. So yeah, they they're rowing out all the way out there. <laughs> that suck. Uh, yeah, I, I get the impression that um, 
again, and if we're do going Duder on an empty stomach, I think we're going with the tall tale aspect where yeah. they're going out. It's like it's like they're rowing out, not actually that far, maybe, because mm-hmm. uh, even when once they're attacked, when they start coming back, it doesn't feel like it's too long, and then they're no, within been, sight of land. It's been um, so they take off before sunset. Uh, the sun sets, they're out there overnight, and he's coming back as the sun is rising. So it's, I'd say, like 12 hours. Right. But that you can't get real far out to sea <laughs> rowing. You no. Know? But we'll, whatever. It, not that it necessarily matters. It felt long. It, yeah, yeah it, I agree. It felt agree. long, and it felt like they went for miles. They probably didn't, but you right. know, something like that. So they're out in the, in the, in the Blood Sea. Um, and this is where Duder, then we finally get his backstory about being shunned by other elves for his youthful indiscretion. Hey, when you steal from the high elf, I mean, I feel like <laughs> and this is where we, this is where we get like Duder is kind of this not, I guess his name fits. He's not a very high elf. Yeah, he's not a very elven no. elf. No, no, yeah. he's, you know he he's he's very he's a garbage friend. He's very power. No, he's power hungry. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to make a name from rich and famous. Yep. The, the great and powerful Duder. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want that? I mean, I already have that. But the who Duder, doesn't want the Duder that? abides. By the way, <laughs> um, so he initially, like when he is, I, I don't, I guess I don't know how long ago it was for sure, but when he was younger, stole something from a nobleman. Yep. yep. Of some sort. Yep. And got busted, was shunned, now dark elf, and he's just like out on the streets, hungry most of the time. Like right. I think steals for food. Six finger Fisk gave him the best meal he's had in a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. F- when Fisk talks about his, <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> when he talks about his obsession, how how he goes, I I can't I can't eat this food. I usually give it to the fish and throws it to him, and he gives him the entire bag, right. and he eats right. the My entire bag. My stomach ain't what it used to be. Yeah, and again, um, we've been joking around a lot about this. I'm actually having a lot of fun so far. Yeah, like I'm really enjoying this story yeah. and where it's going. And and wow, a story with very straight progression. Wow, <laughs> I love that. In yeah, a, yeah, straight line narrative. Land, I like it in a Dragonlance series. This this is new. Yeah. Right, and I just, I'm just comparing to the poem that we read earlier. Yeah, that's true. But something crazy happens here, and I like this is how we weave things into the book we've already been, or the the first trilogy. His musings, though, are cut short when he catches a dead body, and then they come yep. upon the wreck, wreckage of the uh, the Parashon. Paracon. Right? Paracon? The Paracon. Okay. Something that and, starts and, okay, with a P. That's all I never knew. Does, attention. The, that, the Paracon sounds so familiar. Oh, you yeah. know this ship. Do I? Okay. Mequesta. This is Mequesta. When Mequesta! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I knew I knew This that. is when I knew I knew the name of the Remember ship. so this again, I'm gonna go. They got really close to the maelstrom because remember when Tannis was yeah. crying, looking into the mail and was about to commit suicide? Remember that yeah. beautiful moment of Tannis's stupidity? Oh. You mean Tannis crying? That was like majority of those books. One one of my largest moments of rage in the first <laughs> trilogy was our stupid leader whining and wanting to kill himself and having no hope as they went down into the maelstrom. This is the wreck of that ship. We find out people died during this. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, a lot of people died in, in this whole in this whole hmm. fiasco. Um, okay, I, 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 my enjoyment of this story is up, like, 40%. Just because of that? Because it has a direct connection to the universe that we came from. Okay, okay. That's what I need. 
I need, need to, a connection. I need Extremely to... tangential connection. <laughs> <laughs> because we we barely we bump into what has happened here, hey, but that's maybe it. that's what works. No, here. I like that. I'm, I'm gonna go off and speaking of tangential, I'm gonna go off on one. A tangent, that is. Yes. Um, so I, I really I do I, I like supplemental material like this. Yes. Even if it's right alongside something like the, you got the main storyline. Yep. Um, and I'm gonna bring up a PS2 video game to compare my like what I like about. Um, I think I know what he's gonna say. No, Enter the Matrix. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so in Enter the Matrix, you play as um, two side characters that show up in. I want to see the matrix. I'm, I'm gonna keep bringing up the matrix in these. The matrix reloaded. I the matrix know. reloaded. Yeah. Um, so one of them is uh, Will S- Will Smith's wife. She's uh, one of the characters. I can't remember her name in the movie or in real life. But anyway, she's one of the characters that you play. You play these two characters throughout the game, and you're just kind of in the background side. Background. You think you were thinking I was gonna go Shadows of the Empire. I did think ah, you were going Shadows of also, the Empire. Also, Dash Rendar. Oh, Dash Rendar. What a game. What a game. I'm, st- I'm still gonna make you sit down. We're, we're gonna, gonna play we're, it. We're gonna play it, and we're gonna record YouTube videos of us playing it and talking Star Wars. Yes. Yes. Ooh, yes. For sure. Yes. We gotta get a face cam I, first. I love Dash Rendar. Oh. Yeah. But so, but that's the same. Anyway, but yeah, that that's this is what it like just. Whereas the I guess the other one was characters we knew, but it didn't really flesh out anything. Right. This kind of expands the world in a good way. Yeah, I, I really, like what you're really, saying. It really opens it up, you know? Because that's a hundred percent true. The, the, that last that last story <laughs> opens it up so you can really get in. <laughs> really. Well, this is why that first one was was such a floppy mess. Is because, <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't do anything for any of us, right? Like it just <laughs> it had nothing it it gave us nothing deeper than what we already knew about the character of Gold Moon and River Wind, yeah. right? Like I wasn't left going, "Wow, did that really edify my knowledge of those two characters?" Yeah. This is a lot more fun. And again, if Dragonlance is a universe that people are actively at this time playing, yeah, you know, true. right? This is giving yeah, them yes. extra side quests that they can be doing. A, little, a side this, quest, a monster they can meet, a fish they can meet. This is seeding their mind, right? Yeah. And for things. So now this actually now I'm might have answered some of my own question. Why is the monster loose after this? We just had a major incident with all of our heroes. Oh, there right? we go. That explains why it's kind of wandering. Searching. Yeah, yeah. So the 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 monster the monster's loose. Yeah. A great song by Meatloaf on his Bad Out of Hell three album. I haven't eaten meatloaf in a while. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yes, anyway, yes, um, and yes. Fisk gives the sailor a burial at sea, which. The, the sailor would want. Duder's thinking like, oh, sweet, we got something. We're going back home. I totally, you know, that my, my getaway plan for old Thick Neck. Yeah. Thick, thick with two Cs. But but now that we've got ourselves connected to the universe, we're going to get from Six Finger oh, Fist. We, we also, I, I guess I, I I never even like, it took until like he's he's reeling in the body. He doesn't have a fishing pole. No. He's like no, hand no, over yeah, hand like with some sort of fishing. Yep. This is yeah. yeah, it's just like it's just like with a hook and a big old chunk of meat. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. The so, damage done to your hands. Well, and I do think they're nice and leathery for you. And I think Morty. we're so, I think we're supposed to believe that Six Finger is crazy. 
yeah. right? Because he's going after the bloods. Like, think about this. We got a just a dinghy raft well, I don't, out there know, that he's rowed out there, and he's gonna he's just chumming for the blood sea of Istar monster. The thing that by the beating of its tail keeps the whirlpool going. And the people don't people just think this it murders everybody. I'm with season. you that Duder thinks he's just going to get a free meal. This yeah. guy's mm-hmm. straight up nuts. You're not gonna be out he's there. Getting, he's getting two percent. <laughs> Plus two percent everything you catch. Yeah. I thought it was ten percent. That's what he no, wanted. He got That's what, oh yeah, he got downgraded. Dude, Duder wanted to. But Duder never thinks we're going to catch anything because this guy's nuts. Yeah, I mean, he's no. hand over hand fishing for a massive monster, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's never going to show up, may not even be true, right? Yeah. Um, but then we get but from I mean, old you know, Six Fingers you, why he hates bring, this monster and why he wants to kill yeah, him. Yeah, there, there's that. And even what you're saying before, we're like, he's not going to catch it. But you know what? It's what you guys were saying before about it being, you know, kind of like, like a fable. Right. Yeah. He's going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. we going, know. I, we I have, know I have that to. feeling. Like as soon as he starts like rambling on about oh the monster that nobody believes in. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, oh these guys are gonna find it. And for that's sure. that's part of the anticipation yeah. of this story, the fun anticipation, and part of the farce that I kind of love is that they're they're coming across all this weird stuff. The dead body. We're gonna get the talking fish. And I just, I can see it in my mind's eye, this old crazy man with this little tiny string hanging Mm. off the side of a boat, right? And behind them rises this massive mountain of a creature, right? That that, that just dwarfs everything. Very cool. But we find out that the monster has killed Six Fingers, father, grandfather, the brothers, the great uncles, second sister twice removed, like... Anybody this, related to old? Six I don't Finger. know why this family still is going that, out in the water so, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> is is that this monster? So no. if, if you go and look at um, what was that? It was the opening to one of our original trilogy. Yeah, it's the one, Blood Sea of Vista. The one after Dragon Orb. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, what we called that intro? Uh, uh, Blood Sea of Istar. Blood Sea of. Did we make a song about that? Uh, no, that's. From Legends. Legends, from okay. Istar of old. Istar of old, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so I guess that that's what I had in my mind. Nope. Nope. It's and a sea beast. That is a dragon a that was beast. sent by... Um, 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 Tachesis? Tachy- yeah. Uh, is it by Tachesis or is that a dragon that's with... I think um, it's with uh, oh. Kitiara. Kitiara, that's what I always yeah, took she had a little. Yeah, she had a little squadron of... No, this, this is nothing. This is yeah. This looks fucking sweet. If you if you do look up the blood sea monster, is this blood sea monster? All I googled was blood sea monster. Um, there is some wicked figures that have been made, but not. Ooh. I don't think of the actual blood sea Everybody monster. This is from figures. some other game. No. Sea of Thieves. What is this? Sea of Thieves. And no, all that's a pirate game. Um, yeah, it w- could still work in D anD. I would say. I would say just D&D. use that figure because that's yeah. pretty cool looking. Yeah. Figures. Um, is it from the board game? Figures are always fun to just use yeah. and get. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so now for our favorite part: the catching of the Bella fish. Bella. Call Bella. <laughs> oh my god. Not Bella. Keep Bella alive. Okay. Okay, this, so, this so I, I'm tired. What do you think, Luke? I, I I need to just bring this away for a second. So, we do own this book. We we've paid for it. But what I did was I went and got a PDF online so I could have it more mobile, so I could read this book in order to read this. Let me flip through the pages here. You can hear it. There's the physical well, they, copy. And they, they've, they've seen pictures <laughs> of our book collection. That's true. That's true. Okay, so I might have gotten like an illegitimate copy. And in this, when it starts talking about the, it's a, it calls it the Bela fish. 
Yep. And then in the next sentence calls it the beta fish. <laughs> and in the next sentence calls it the bela fish. This tripped me up for so long. That is why I don't pay attention to names very well. I just uh, I just saw it. You say like you're doing it on purpose, Paul. Come oh, no. on. No, I'm not at all. It's just my, what my brain does. Yeah, I just, just I say the first I'm very, I'm very detail I'm very detail oriented. This tripped me up for a while. Oh no. So I'm, you you know what this what's what's horrible? Is, so yeah, this I, is it's 1987. Is that not all? Also the same year that The Little Mermaid came out. Ooh. Under the sea. So all I'm seeing is them talking to this fish, and then the and then Six Fingers kind of like whoa, 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 like messing it up, and the fish goes falling over the edge, talking, and then goes swimming away like had the opening of Little Mermaid. Gets down in the blood seal ways and does that. <gasps> <Ooh>. <laughs> because Ooh, 89. Wow. 89. It was 89. Was I was off. Okay. So. But yeah, I, uh, that's I all actually, I can you know, see here. When, when it came up, like with like, oh, and this is the only. My, my I guess I was, I was so thrown off by Bela Beta. <laughs> Bela the Beta. Somebody needs to name their Beta fish this. So my my, my thing with the the Bela fish, um, you know, I might have been caught up with Bela Beta, Bela. Beta. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what was going on. Um, anyway, it, it says that this is the only sea creature that can communicate with land creatures. Yeah, like, it, it's it's written weirdly like that. Yeah. And, like, my brain never went to, like, humans and elves. I'm like, oh, it can talk to deer. Cool. <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then it starts talking. Like, I don't know if you guys ever Google, Googled, like, fish with human teeth. That's what I pictured in my mind. <laughs> it's just like, oh, hey there. That's, uh, oh, that's, hey, this, this, this hook really hurts. Luke, that is why you don't go down the YouTube rabbit hole. You, you know what you know I, what it is. I live on the internet. That this, is. this fish looks like that fish from uh, the Incredible Mr. Limpet. It's Don Knotts. With, have you have you seen this movie? So Don Knotts does this fantastic movie about this little dweebish guy who is in love with fish and eventually becomes one. And it's like one of the first marryings of cell animation and live action. Okay. You know, uh, and that? that's exactly what is happening here I, in my mind. I entirely just had an image of that talking fish. Uh, Thing that people put on their walls, and you hit the button and start singing a song. <laughs> That's what popped in my head. Is the Don't button. worry, be happy. Yeah, the button fish. Yeah, yep. Um, I did not like this talking fish, and I don't really see the utility of it. The fish, is, no. the fish is tells them where the monster resides, or that was the whole point, is to like you know get it out yeah. of them. Yeah. I feel like this was added in for length of short story. Well, it do, it legitimizes the blood sea monster. I suppose, but I don't. I don't. And and we're we're looking through Duder's eyes. I don't feel you need to legitimize it because you're going to end up encountering it anyway. So while I actually find it better that you're not, (laughs) those are screwed up images of fish (laughs) with human teeth. Okay, so you can't can't just Google fish with human teeth. You get actual fish with teeth that look like they're human teeth. You need like fish with like photoshopped human teeth in them, and like the sharks are hilarious because they, they look so happy. <laughs> they turned a death machine happy. At any rate, this is like if if um, Rolling Stones and Great White, the two those two rock bands, could merge into one giant band, that would be their symbol. That shark with the big human teeth and a tongue coming out of that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so, so they need the bale of fish because they. They do not know that the maelstrom is caused by this. Right. Yeah. Because that, that's this whole thing, like, where where is it? And the, the fish is like, you don't know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys have to go. You have to go right now. And 
like all six fingers is like, you're going to die if you don't. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to get you. Yeah. You're going to yeah. die if you don't tell us where this monster is. And so the the bala fish tells them where to find it, which yeah. like a fish of the sea would, would know, know. Oh, where yeah. it is. And this is where we get the, the explanation of how the beating of the tail causes the maelstrom. The steaming of his body causes the constant yeah. storms. Yeah, yes. they also talk about how... Which you, makes it seem like the maelstrom moves. But at no yeah. point has it said the maelstrom moves. Well, and when the monster shows up, why is the sea calm? Uh, yeah, because the sea has to be calm for the monster to show up. But This is when you're merging maybe, high legend, like but, something that sh- is okay, legendary okay. with a real I universe. The only thing that might work is the sea is calm because the monster shows up Shows its head and it's not beating its tail kind, kind from of like, behind. Kind of like an eye of the storm. But is the body still steaming? I Should think, the I think storm be coming along it or like steam rising? I think up the out body the is behind it, so the head is in front, so it's calm right before but I guess, the head. Oh. This is the calm this, before the storm. Yeah, <laughs> like an eye of the storm. It's this is kind of what's cool about it. It's this weird legend that nobody knows why. You know what's not cool about it is ten minutes of my finite existence have been taken up talking, talking about. about 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 the legendary. Not only that, bring up Garage Band. Let's see how how much exact time of your life has been wasted on this. Um, okay, so so far, um, forty three minutes and fifty two seconds. I mean, the episode isn't that long. It will be edited down. Yeah. Not, much. Not much. Not much. <laughs> it's us. Look, we look, look. We haven't. You, 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 you We're guys, not done yet. You guys no, start no. this whole deeper delves thing. You bring me in, and all of a sudden the episodes are long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like to talk. No, but no, but I think what I'm what I'm what I'm kind of saying is like I feel like this is an awesome idea to have this blood sea monster. Mm. I think they made a mistake with making it be the origin of the maelstrom. Yeah, that's also Whoa. a cool idea. But when those two things are merged, it's gonna it's why'd creating you, a you... lot of reality problems. I understand what you're saying, but we'll put it on pause until we get to the end. Sounds good. I like that. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So, Bale of Fish totally rats out yeah. Blood Sea Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Don't He's living down on 33 and 3rd. Don't but, trust a Bale of Fish. <laughs> just, just to save his own life, they throw him back in the water. He has like this weird like like crisis of conscious moment. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to die anyway yeah. because we know he's been out of the water way too long. So oh, yeah. he's going to be floating yeah. belly up in yeah. another oh, no, hour. No, they, th- they throw him in. Well, I guess I don't... <laughs> I don't. Fish can't last that long out of the yeah. They probably yeah. wounded his gills. They probably grabbed him by the gill coming out. Yeah. They, they have a very low gill plate screwed up. Yeah. yeah, that con score is... is so anyway, they throw him back in. He's kind of like, ah, oh. he's like, oh, crap. And he swims back up, back up to the boat and he's like telling Duder, like, jump in the, jump in the ocean. Get the heck out of here. Yep. You're going to die. Yeah. Yep. So, like, for sure this monster's real. But Duder's not listening. No, Duder doesn't care anymore. So at this point, do you think Duder now, even though a so- talking fish has told him it's real, does Duder think it's real? Is this, or- is yes. this, is this where it starts, where he starts fantasizing? He yeah. starts dreading, and yeah. he starts having weird... Yeah. Well, this is where well, he's I, like, I, he's I am going to... I will be talked about. I will be talked about how well, I this help is, this the is, old I, man. I, I'm, I'm having the weirdest problem at this point in the book where... This book, the story, yeah. where... Okay, so this enormous monster that's causing this maelstrom... In my brain, they're in a rowboat. Yeah. Yes. How are they getting this back to shore? I. This like, is where it comes to as a crazy old man. Yeah, as as if fable. it's some sort of video game. If you get the the fish's mouth over the boat, he's incapacitated and was rowing back to shore. Like what? Yeah. How are you getting this well, monster? Okay. Well, so here's the thing: is they're playing this out like it it used to be the the way they used to whale. 
right? Yeah. Where you would row out the little dinghy. Mm -hmm. um, you could take down an enormous whale by harpooning it, but just like you reel in a fish, you'd play them out, right? So you'd you'd bring in the slack, you'd let them run, you'd bring in the slack, you'd let them yeah. run, and, and eventually they, they it tires well. up and it comes up to the surface, and you land them in the. You know, you lance them in the lungs and then gills. let them let, let them die. Well, this this case would be the gills or whatever this monster has. Fish they don't have, fish they, have gills. No, but I'm. He's but, talking about whaling. I'm talking oh, about whaling. I'm talking about whaling. Yeah. Hi, I'm the uh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they don't have lances. Like again, this they I like this. Lances. He's they a crazy old man who. Yeah. Nobody in this world has a lance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he should be lancing. Well, he'd be a harpoon. But. Oh, maybe that's why they didn't want to put it in. Was they were like, yeah, that's right. A, 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 fi uh, um, a fish harpoon. Yeah, <laughs> there is you mean a dragon lens? No, it's a fish harpoon. <laughs> Again, it would have been useful to slay this monster. That's how you would take him down. But no, they're just gonna chum for him. But anyway, they do get out to the whirlpool, uh, and they're going to well, to catch they, the get in, they get into the storm, right? They they uh, they get out there. Eventually, there's clouds overhead. And I know it's like what Fisk looks up, he's kind of like, Ugh. Duder yeah. looks up and he's like, oh crap. Yeah. Um, and then the sea beneath them begins starts to, to boil. boil. This is cool. Dun -dun. I can see this visually. This would be like the Meg or something else where these giant yeah. jaws or something are coming up from underneath them. Right. Um I really liked I really like this kind of ending, uh, although I thought it cut off real short. Right. I like I liked the hunt part part where they're trying they're roping him in, letting yeah. him go, things like that. That was nice. This is climax. I feel like the story is climaxing well. I hated yep. I did not like the talking fish part. But now all of a sudden this is exactly what I want. The old man's meeting his end. He's meeting his end. He's found Ishmael. Yeah, right. Or, wait. Yeah. His whale. He's his found whale. his white he's, he's whale. Ishmael. Yeah, he that. Ishmael would be Duder. Yeah. Uh, but not uh, <laughs> oh. um but anyway. <laughs> so just, okay, we're this, welcome to the tangential show, uh, the, the show of tangents. Yeah, yes, the tangent show. <laughs> what was that uh, the uh, the Pink Panther movie with uh, Leslie Nielsen? Yeah, was that was that him? There's there's a part where he's in a boat and he's fishing. He has a fish. And it's just like mildly like pulling him. And he goes, "Call me Ishmael." That's <laughs> one of my favorite jokes of all time, and I don't know why. <laughs> That's what this would be like. Though, true. Well, um, except this thing is like uh, it talks about how Six Finger or Ofiski, yeah, mm, uh, Ofiski is smart enough to like let go of it, tie it around an oar, but the friction of the cable slash line, yeah, is enough goes, to cut yeah. through the oar. Right. He wraps which himself is, around which it, which would be which would be yes. true. I mean, literally, when they used to whale, the 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 rope would run around kind of this horn at the front of the yeah. boat, you know, uh, or a piece of wood, and there would be a guy who nonstop would just be watering that water to keep the the or watering the rope like to that. keep it cool down I did, I did it had not, to stay I did not they know would that. constantly be pouring water onto that because when the whale would run that rope would just be just yeah. just flying like huh. like like you have an open bale on your yeah. on your line yeah um so that happens uh what Paul was saying he then is about to run out of cable line whatever they have ties around himself Duder comes up which and nobody in their right mind nope. would no, 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 no,
Again, this monster. There's no way you could do that. This monster has caused so much friction that it cut through ores. All it does is like it swims down a bunch. Yeah. And then just gets tired. Yeah. Well, but that is how whaling would work. But at the same time, this monster is smart. And yeah. Yeah, I think it's playing with them. And it's just, it even says, right, it is not your time. When he comes up and takes Six Fingered Fisk. He's like mentally telepathy somehow telepathically. Yeah, yeah. He, he speaks. He, he speaks to to Duder saying it is not your time. Yeah, it is not your time. Which I thought was that I was with that. I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if if it's a big beast causing a maelstrom by beating yep. its tail, yes, <laughs> yes, I agree. And th- there was something that the, the bailiffish said too that like only death and or only coldness and death lie in its wake. Right. Yeah. It, like it's there's it's there's something cool about this. There's something like, and that we never really get to know what it looks like. Right, right. That, that was kind of like when I was looking at art, like we never found any art. Like maybe there shouldn't be. This is no, just because I don't think it's cool. Art. It's mythical. It's in your mind. I think it's pretty cool. Well, plus, I mean, once you're, once you're reaching the end of the story, you kind of get the image of mm-hmm. it is whatever, right. whoever it's attacking at that yeah, moment right. is the art. Right. And so let's get to the end of this story. The the attack of the monster, the waves that it has made, ha- pushes the boat for miles. Mm-hmm. And Duder's just kind of laying in the bottom of the boat and mm-hmm. getting pushed along. I kind of like That'd the imagery such a fun here. Ride. Yeah, until um, the end. <laughs> but Duder's left with a tooth from the monster, mm-hmm. so he's like, and he's gonna be famous. I'm gonna be famous. I got a tooth from the blood sea oh, yeah. monster. Duder, this is awesome. Duder, Duder. <laughs> I got this. I'm gonna get out of that trailer park over there, and I'm gonna get that. Well, he's gonna get a trailer house. He has like nothing right now. That's true. But he drops an oar and looks over the side of the boat, and there is the monster. And he hears in his mind, "Now is your time." And he sees reflected mm-hmm. himself both from young to old. He falls overboard. And there, there was a little there's a little something about like the tooth weighing him down over yep. the edge of the boat. Yeah. Right. So it was like okay, his, thoughts, his own greed who Okay, that and I'm gonna ask you about this. So explain to me what you took out of this because this is the part um I'm in the midst of reading a lot of the old like Jack Kirby Stanley monster mm. stuff that they mm. did in the 60s. And those are all kind of those one-off, oh, here's the monsters or aliens landing, and here's what you think is going to happen. Oh, here's the ironic twist at the end. Ooh. A lot some of them work, some of them don't. It's yeah. campy 60s stuff. That's what I was waiting for here. Okay, so he's coming back, Duders made it. But now the monster comes back and says it's his time. I'm not getting any kind of ironic twist as to why this happened. No. I was waiting for kind of a like creep show, the like the creep show uh, story. Uh, they were all these short little one-offs that had like this nice little ironic twist. I'm not getting an ironic twist that, here. That, that's what my only problem with this story. Yeah. I, I don't even care about the talking bailiffish. Is the end of it? Yeah. Because why are we reading it if he died? <laughs> Well, I'm okay I, I, with I, I'm him waiting. dying if I, there was some sort of irony there where I'm like, oh, oh there you go. Yeah. But I, I wanted this you know? to be if like... If it was a true fable. If yeah. it truly was the, the the tooth that weighed him down, if he wouldn't have let it go and that's why the fish took him. It makes no sense to me why or, the fish... If, why did the monster say, it's not your time, well, now it's your time, and I'm going to take you it's very literal. an hour later. Yeah. Dumb yeah. to me. I don't know. I was waiting for irony. It's... It's either gonna be that he, th- this because of the point of view of the story, it's first person. Mm-hmm. He has to be alive to tell it, or he has to have written it down. And it has to be like at the end, if he is like, 
I had the tooth, I had it around my neck, and I, I let it go to save my life. Yeah. And now I'm here and I'm still poor and I'm telling you the story. Yeah. I like that so much yeah. more. Why do we just have this story that's like just out in the ether? Like, yeah. Well, I'm with you, Luke. That, that would have been cool if you'd have been telling that story, yeah. thought he had gotten off with it, told the whole story like it was, mm. and in some ways... At the end here, when telling his story, maybe he's out on a boat with some people. Maybe he's at the end of a dock. And then he dies. At, Now's your time. Yeah. Right? Like, he's come to, yes. to this point in his life not, where... Not, yeah, exactly, not right exactly what you said. Like, not like an hour later. Yeah. Like, that That for some reason, now the monster has come back when he's at the pinnacle of, of the fame and fortune he's reaped from this. Yeah. And now is his time. Um, like... It was just, let's cut out the talking fish and let's flesh out well, just had, uh, another I guess paragraph I, I, or two yeah. at the end. I like what you're saying, I guess, at the when reading this, I was okay with the now, I is, was your, too. now is your time because like it's very literal. Like yeah. an hour earlier, that was not his time. Right. Now is your time. Yeah. Okay. But overall. Um, but also, he's so close to shore and this monster's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Again, that whirlpool is not continuing anymore. No, I don't. No, I don't I, that's died down. Yeah, but this I, mean, was I was just I was, jo- I was joking when I said momentum before. Like, yeah. it's, that's not a. Yeah, I don't no. know. It's just a. It's just a tale. Um, one of these like, or maybe Tannis and friends led the monster loose, and now he's just out there destroying the blood sea of Istar. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat there. You can't eat fish there no more. They can't go fishing. <laughs> Oh, oh those fish have been taken up. Yeah. They're all gone. Yeah. There's no more. It's a dead yeah. sea oh, out there. Oh, yeah. You know, you know if I was a butcher, I'd probably, oh. I'd have meats that were like the Istar's blood sausage. Ooh. <laughs> blood sausage of Istar? The blood sausage of go. Istar. Oh, yeah. can, we do, can we do that? <laughs> let's, let's do it. Let's have a meat shop. And just, <laughs> Nobody around here gets it. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody would. would. <laughs> Just stupid. Hey, write it right in if you would order blood sausage over the internet. <laughs> blood sausage of Istar <laughs> coming up. We could make it around here. What well, deer hunting season's coming up. You know we'll, what? We'll, we'll shoot some deer, we'll mix it with some pork, and we'll we that's go. what we'll call it. There we, we go. Blood sausage Istar of Istar. When we finally have uh, when we finally have D and D and Dweebcon, um <laughs> we'll serve a blood sausage of Istar. There you yeah. go. Blood that, sausage, it's not that weird. It's it's good. It's it really you, is. You good. just gotta you just gotta cook it, right? Just, just don't, just don't think of it as blood sausage. I like to picture myself as a primeval god. I, I go vampire. You guys are weird. Yes, weird, and it's fantastic. Uh, so, final thoughts: Would you recommend this story? Shortification. This shortification. I, I think I would. <laughs> It's a, Absolutely, it's a good little story. It's it's not long. It's quick. I, yeah, it's I think I think I read this in less than a half an hour. Like, yeah, this, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, for for sure. I mean, especially if, starting out with the 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 muck and mire that we did with that poem. Oh Ooh. yeah, this this is much better. This is a this is actually one of the ones I would have led with. Yep, is that this is fun. This is light. You need no knowledge of the universe yeah, to get in this. Close to the universe, but. N- not deep. Like we like, know what happened to the Paracon and everybody else on that boat. Yeah, you yeah. you could have literally just dropped this Ooh. on somebody that has never read Dragonlance. Yeah. They would get it, and it, it it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I I I did enjoy this for all the fun we've made of it. I did really enjoy. We this. always make fun of the books we like. I think I'm gonna go seek out the companion, um, and snow job. Oh God. <laughs> and see. 
See you some your, of the rest of the Scott Siegel's I mean, don't oeuvre. Do not <laughs> see if you can get like an ebook because that price is ridiculous. I can't believe that it's $125. I feel like eBay might have it a little lower. Amazon tends to jack up some of those. No, like, I, I have followed YouTube. books on Amazon before, and I don't know who these people are that sometimes when they find that there's almost no versions of a paperback yeah. and have them on here for hundreds of dollars. Mm, uh, yeah. It is ridiculous. I don't know who these people are. I think that you, you should just, probably start doing that with your extra yeah, stuff because yeah, yeah. you, you can probably make some decent money of people that just don't pay attention. Oh, and I just know. click yeah. and go. Ultra rare. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think this is a fantastic book uh, or story. I think this is short shortification. Short, shortification. shortification. Um, it's like fortification, but it doesn't keep out giraffes. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for tuning in to Deeper yeah. Dells, everyone. Thanks for, thanks for, for downloading, tuning in. What yeah. year is it? Hey, yeah. stick around. We'll probably be coming at you pretty soon uh, from this point. With I mean, I'm thinking a stone's throw away. Oh. That's what's we'll just, next. I mean, we're, we're, we're two stories deep in Dragonlance Magic of Crantale. Right now, we're oh. only up to the... Can we can we, we are, we are we? only up to the first knuckle so Listen. far. Oh, use different <laughs> words. <laughs> you stop. <laughs> Look, look, we're only we're only two stories in. This is Dragonlance, The Magic of Kryn, Tales, Volume 1. Book 1. Story 1 and 2. <laughs> this isn't even halfway through. There's so many stories left in this volume. How many books are in this volume of stories? <laughs> there's, Three. There's a lot. See, there's a table of contents at the beginning of this that tells Continents? us. Continents? Yeah. Um, we have a Ooh. stone throwaway. We had dreams of darkness, dreams of light, love and ale. I can't wait. Oh, that, that, actually, that. I, I read the beginning of that. Yeah. That's Odic, right? Yep. I'm so excited. Yeah, that, that's that a really good one. Wayward Children, The Test of the Twins, which we will not be doing because we've we already, already read did. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Harvest, Finding the Faith, and The Legacy. I think also The Legacy not needed to I'm, be done. I'm kind of looking forward uh, that's, to these. That we're coming up to that love on and second. Ale. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to that's this. Just, just like, that's gonna be the name of my autobiography. Little Love and ale. <laughs> short. I don't know what it is about short stories, but short stories don't I, I have just, to be written really well. They just have to be written decently, and yes. I love them that way. I agree with you. Yeah. Short with like you. short stories don't have to be written like a Pierce Brown novel or something yep. like that. It, it's just a short. They are held to I think a slightly different standard. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I'm. I enjoyed this one for yes. sure. So yeah. I can't wait to see what other kind of things are thrown at us from this volume. It's been a lot of fun. Stones mm. Throw so Away fun. by Roger E. Moore is next. <laughs> also, like, hey, thanks for letting me, inviting me to dungeon or Dungeons and Dweebs. <laughs> Deeper Delves. Deeper Delves. A different double. A different double D. <laughs> Deeper Delves. Welcome, welcome to the double D room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it's it, this has been cool. I, I didn't say anything last time we were on because we just like started like racing off about this stupid poem. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we raced hey. off for an hour. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's kind of it's kind it's kind of cool, nice and chill. It's it's it very is. relaxed. It's very relaxed doing this. And again, thank you everybody for stopping by. Yeah, you all are fantastic. Yeah. Smash that like and subscribe button. Get out. <laughs> Aside from your sarcasm, Bob, any anything that you guys can do um, to help us out on social media, like subscribes messages, 
it all helps us out. And then like, I guess, you know, messages really, it's, it's more, even if you just want to send us a direct message, all we want to say, we want to give a little shout out to Lydia right now on a deeper delve. So we're going to bring it up on yeah. a main episode as well and really like get into it. Actually probably when this comes out, will already have come up on our yeah. next, on, on our probably. second yeah. gen show, but just kind of when it's just the three of us sitting here, it, a lot of times, I mean, th- this is a lot of extra stuff we mm. do to put out this show. And so it really does help when, like, fans, like, just send us a message mm. saying, hey, I really like this stuff. Like, I think we were all just kind of really buoyed by what Lydia yeah. had to say yeah. about the and, show. And we, 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 we nice. all feel real bad. We left Lydia on red on Facebook because, it, like, we, we all read it on the weekend. I know Bob had texted all of us. And, like, I was with a bunch of people and I was reading it. And I kinda, I, I'm not going to lie. I got a little choked up reading this because I, I felt so... Good. Yeah, about, and yeah. you know, and it's it's probably anything. tough because like if you're Lydia, you send a message and probably like sort of they can respond. Did they get it? And we never did yeah. because we're like, because we Excellent. we were all Lydia. So you know, behind the scenes, it came through. We instantly were sharing it with each other. Have you read what she wrote? This is awesome. This is awesome. It makes us feel great. Um, and then. It was like we're gonna bring it up on the next show. Then we haven't recorded for a while, uh, and then yeah. and then it's like I'm kind of the way where when something like that comes through, it's like I want to give it its due, like sit down and really give a thoughtful answer. Yeah, not. And just... now I haven't had time to sit down and give it a real thoughtful answer, so now it's just gone on too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it has. I... And you know what? Right now, Lydia, if you are listening to this, I am writing back to you right now <laughs> as we're recording deeper delves. So you have this. Yeah, uh, but we, we I, so I'm going to, I'm going to we'll, take we'll, a little bit of my heart love and I'm putting it onto yes, the phone right yeah. now. Yes. Heart love. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lydia, so much. I, I'm, I'm going to be asking for permission to maybe talk about this a little bit more in depth on our more, I guess, I don't know, time. The is, mainstream. You know what? Time, the, time isn't linear, linear. It's more, you know, wibbly wobbly, timey-wimey <laughs> there we go. stuff. But hey, at any rate. This episode does need to come to an end. Yes, oh is. no, now no, I'm no. getting wibbly wobbly. <laughs> That's because you've had too much of that rain uh, monster, what, whatever that is. Whatever. Rain total body fuel, uh, not a sponsor. <laughs> no, but whatever I'm energy drink you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, have a good night, everybody. Unless it's not night and they're listening to it yeah, in yeah. the morning on their commute to work. Or maybe they're listening to it at work, why, why are, thus contributing why are, to the lack of productivity in America right now. Why are you guys making about as much sense as I am? I've had like six beers. <laughs> I've had a rain. I didn't get to bed till like two o'clock last night and woke up at about, what was it, seven? All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dungeons & Dweebs. There's even more adventure to be had at our website, DungeonsAndDweebs.com. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at dungeonsanddweebspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also find Dungeons & Dweebs on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at DungeonsAndDweebs.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. The music for Dungeons & Dweebs is Fatal Fight by Royalty Free Kings and can be found at their website, royaltyfreekings.com. Dungeons and Dweebs is a Tim Gilbert Media Production, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. And no part of the show can be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Tim Gilbert Media.